We have uh, American Financing as our sponsor. Have you called them yet? Have you called them? Have you have you thought to yourself, I, I got to put that on my list. I got to put that on my list. Do it. Do it right now. You can go to their website uh, at AmericanFinancing.net or you can call them at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440. Call them. They can help you um, get your finances in order, whatever that means to you. If you're looking for a new house, they can lock in the interest rate that is current. Uh, I think it's for 120 days. So you you don't have to worry about finding the right house right away uh you can uh, uh you can have some time without your interest rate going up if you want to refinance your high interest credit cards please please consider that just call american financing american financing 800-906-2440 or americanfinancing.net we begin the program here in just a couple of seconds again the Glenn Beck program we begin with President Biden writing a an amazing letter to the oil companies where he is telling them that he will enact and who would have seen this coming he would enact emergency orders to basically take over the oil companies and tell them exactly what to do if their greed just doesn't stop Unfortunately, uh, Joe Biden uh, is lying to you, and hopefully the oil companies have the balls to stand up and fight it, but maybe not because of companies and and hedge funds and your invested dollars in your 401k retirement funds that BlackRock is using to blackmail the oil industry. We'll explain all of this coming up in just a second. Stand by. Yeah, you sick freak. The world of business has gotten harder to exist in. If you don't play ball with the big boys, then you're going to be out. Everywhere you look, there are companies that are, you know, just kowtowing to the left. And they are becoming woke. And the left's, where the left's bullying leaves off, their support of ESG scores will, and in fact is now taking over. We need to stand with those companies that are standing with us. We need to stand with those companies that are fighting for real freedom. They're fighting to make things better through capitalism. Uh, Patriot Mobile 
is one of those companies. They put their money and their time where their mouth is. They not only provide a great service, because they have to do that, but they also will give you uh, a lot of savings every month, and they support financially and with their own time organizations that are fighting for religious freedom, constitutional rights, sanctity of life. It's patriotmobile.com slash Beck. Patriotmobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. Patriotmobile.com slash Beck. All right. So the oil companies. Why aren't the oil companies putting more oil out? Well, that's a couple of reasons. And none of those reasons have to do with Joe Biden. None of them. Even though it was Joe Biden that said when he was running that he was going to put oil out of business. Here's the flashback. Cut three, please. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Since, since Russia has amassed, uh, started amassing uh, troops on the border, we saw a, we've seen a $2 uh, increase of gas prices. So we know where to put the blame on the war. But uh, oil companies, they have oil refineries, they have responsibility too. So this is basically a, a bit of a, hey, we want, we want you to act. It's time to act. We have done our part with the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. We are, we are calling on them to do the right thing, to be patriots here, uh, and not to use the war uh, as an excuse or as a, as a reason uh, to, not put, to not put out a production, not to not do the capacity that is needed ah! out there. Oh my gosh, this is unbelievable. First of all, you notice the sleight of hand there, which is now, it's no longer the war that is doing it. It was the beginning of the amassing of the troops on the border, which is changing the timeline by months and months and months and months when they themselves were saying, at the beginning at least, that they did not expect a full invasion. Ukraine was saying they did not expect a full invasion, but we're, we're to believe that all of the oil price gains from that moment forward are going to be applied to the Putin price hike, despite the fact that in the chart which we've released here from this uh, program, you can see very clearly what the sp price hike was, which was a slight deviation for a very short period of time off of the already increasing line that had been going on for quite a long time. Uh, this, in addition to the fact that, as you hear there, they ran their entire campaign on punishing oil companies and saying how we were going to transform the economy away from fossil fuels. They bragged about it to their supporters mm. from the Democratic primary, from the debates, uh, to, the, to fundraise, to environmentalists, over and over and over again. They said one of the most prominent things they did on the very first day in office were multiple environmental uh, executive orders to restrict drilling. They did all of that, and then now they're claiming the exact opposite. It's incredible. All right, so it's not just that. I mean, first of all, um, you're exactly right on all of those things. And in fact, if you listen to John Kerry, who's our climate czar, he talks about oil uh, in a completely different way. He says we don't need to go back to oil. As if we've all agreed that oil is a bad thing. Here's John Kerry. Listen to this. 
And energy security worry is driving a lot of the thoughts now about, oh, we need more drilling of gas. We need more drilling of this. We need to go back to coal. No, we don't. We absolutely don't. And we have to prevent a false narrative from entering into this or, again, uh, pun intended, we are cooked. Hmm. So we don't we don't we definitely don't have to do that. And you know what? It's not as bad as everybody thinks. Here's our energy secretary. Cut five. But if you were in if you were in Brazil, you'd be paying the same mm-hmm. amount for gas at the pump over five dollars. Mm-hmm. If you were in Canada, you'd be paying over six dollars. If you were Understood. in Germany, you'd Understood, be paying secretary. over eight dollars. So we're talking about the United States around though. the world. We're talking about the United States right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we were living in Brazil, you know what gas would cost if we were all living on the moon? Now, I live in America right now, and I'm used to, you know, uh, having energy plentiful because that's what made us successful. That's what that's what made us the leader in the world. Cheap energy. But, uh, you know, but if we were living in Brazil, which none of us are, if we were living in Brazil, We'd be paying the same prices we're paying right now. So, and they've got beaches, you know, and bikinis and everything else. So, how could it possibly be bad? Now, here's what's really going on the one thing that they are doing their best to hide from you. Um, <clears throat> Joe Biden made it very, very clear, no secret at all, that when he's president, he would stop. All oil and gas, period. It's his words. Play the beginning of that flashback again for me. Listen. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Since, since. Okay, got it? No ability for the oil companies to drill, period. By the way, if he's doing everything he can, he just. He just uh, yesterday passed on another chance. Another auction was canceled for drilling sites. Here's what the truth is. It's not just Joe Biden doing this. This is this is the um, stakeholder ESG war. Listen to this. Vivek Ramaswamy, he came out with a um, an op-ed uh, about a month or two ago, and it It bears returning to the world's most influential impact investor had its desired impact before the proxy battle. Exxon had planned to increase oil and gas production by 25% over the next five years. Okay. Got it. They're going to uh, uh, expand oil and their output by 25%. However, BlackRock controls so many votes and so many shares of Exxon that they waged a war against the um, uh, against the uh, uh, the board of directors, and they put two environmentalists on the board of directors. As soon as that pra- proxy battle was over, what did Exxon do? They plan to keep oil output at the lowest level in two decades, a 20% decline from former forecasts. So they were going up by 25%, and after BlackRock got involved, they went down by 20%. ExxonMobil 
used to be an oil and gas company, but now BlackRock is guiding the company and it's over. Royal Dutch Shell is now facing the same problem. BlackRock is the company's largest shareholder. So what are they going to do? Well, they have, they have come out and said, Shell has too many competing stakeholders, not shareholders, stakeholders. If you've read my book on ESG and the Great Reset, you know what that means. A stakeholder means the government, means the towns, means the country, means the world. Everybody but you and people who are actually shareholders. So Shell has too many competing stakeholders pushing for too many different directions, resulting in an incoherent, conflicting set of strategies attempting to appease multiple interests but satisfying none. You know who they should appease? They should appease their shareholders, the people who actually own the shares, not the proxy shareholders like BlackRock. They should also do what's best for their company. Some shareholders, they say, want Shell to invest as aggressively as possible in renewable energy, while others want Shell to give a priority to returns on capital from its legacy oil and gas business. So what are they doing? They're talking about breaking Shell up into two companies. One, the Green Dream Company for the future for BlackRock, and the other, you know, the old legacy oil and gas. Where is the oil and gas company going to get any money from investors if BlackRock has already destroyed Exxon for that? Hello? This is what is truly happening. This is why I wrote the book, The Great Reset. If you haven't gotten it yet, will you please pick it up? Share it with your friends because everything is changing because of this. And your state treasurer, the state treasurer of, um, of uh, West Virginia, the state treasurer of Utah are probably the two best right now that are working. And there's other treasurers that are working on it. These two come to mind uh, as some of the best ones that are working on ESG. They are taking the money out of BlackRock and any other investment firm that is basing their investment on ESG. It's got to stop. They are using your money to kill our country. If it wasn't for your money, this is blackmail. If it wasn't for your money, literally your money, they couldn't pull this off. But we're invested in the three biggest investment firms. So all of our money from our 401ks, they're all in these three big firms. So what do you do? Well, the first thing your state should do is pull back their proxy votes. Do not allow these ESG companies to have the votes behind your shares. The second thing that has to happen is uh, you have got to get your money out of these firms. You need to vote for state treasurers that understand this and are working hard to kill it. 
if you are a state treasurer and you don't yet know what to do, call the state treasurers that are doing something about it. Call the guy in, um, uh, in West Virginia. Call the guy in Utah. Call anybody that is doing something that really, truly understands what you're facing. Because no matter what, Joe Biden is directly responsible you know, last night, last night I showed you some of the things that they are planning to do and how the SEC is now getting involved in this and how our government is not writing the uh, ESG scores and uh, writing the, um, uh, the laws on how to regulate these companies for, cli- uh, for uh, climate control. That's all being done by an offshore uh, group an international offshore group. We looked into who is funding it. It is terrifying. These people know exactly what they're doing. They know uh, who they serve. And what a surprise. It's not the just the usual suspects. It's also a, a group of dark money funders run by the former head of the Clinton uh, initiative. Wow. So as we're punished, as we're dying, the Clintons and others are getting rich. You got to get up on, on speed on this because your country is slipping away quickly. Back in just a minute. Let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's preborn. Look, I'm going to tell you here when we come back uh, from this one minute break, I'm going to tell you about jane's revenge what is happening right now they have issued a letter of threat you know they can't get the doj to even look into this stuff it is shameful what is happening open letter to the pro-life centers across the country jane's revenge they said they are going to continue as operations normal all of the violence They said, your 30 days expired yesterday. We offered you an honorable way out, basically to close your doors and stop, you know, trying to save babies. You could have walked away, but now the leash is off and we will make it as hard as possible for your campaign of oppression to continue. We have demonstrated in the past month how easy and fun it is to attack. We are versatile, we are mercurial, and we answer to no one but ourselves. They are going to take increasingly drastic measures using their words. Uh, They said they will attack pro-life centers both overtly and covertly. Listen to this because this is ESG's same tactic. Until insurance companies and financial backers realize that you are a bad investment. We are at war with absolute evil. Evil. Good is bad and bad is good. We are living in those days. I firmly believe we have to be more like George Washington. We have to be people of merit. We have to find Favor in the eyes of God. God is not on our side. He's not on anybody's side. We must be on his side. And we are soldiers now fighting in a spiritual war. Every year, 
the toll abortion takes on human life is a, is unbelievable. And the last year, 20% of all babies conceived were killed in an abortion. That is up 20%. We have, we are a, a, we are a country that is about to be swept into the dustbin if we don't change our way. I want you to join me uh, and an organization called Preborn. I believe that this audience can change the world. I believe this audience will change the game. I'm asking you to help us re- rescue 50,000 babies in 2022. For $28, you can sponsor one ultrasound. And for $140, you can help rescue five babies' lives because at 80%, um, an increase of 80%, when you show an expectant mother who wants an abortion the ultrasound and you show or you let them listen to the heartbeat, everything changes. So please donate now. We can make a tremendous difference and we need to fight the right way with love. Pound 250, baby is the keyword. Now you can donate at by just dialing up two, pound 250 and say the keyword baby. Or you can donate securely at preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck. We have to stand for life and stand for something good. This is your chance. Help us change the game. Preborn.com slash Beck or just hit pound 250 and say the keyword baby. 10 seconds. ID. Uh, George Washington is about to be canceled. We'll tell you about that uh, coming up in just a second. And did you see what um, uh, Congresswoman Boebert is now going through? What they're trying to do to her? These are the people that took out uh, Cawthorn. And now they're coming after her. And they don't care. They just don't care. They will... This is... We do not fight against flesh and bone. We are in a spiritual battle. We've got to change our ways so the light of Christ will be able to lead us through this darkness. Pat joins us on this topic and so much more next. Back program. All right. Our sponsor this half hour is uh, My Patriot Supply. Listen, yesterday, they uh, the Fed added three quarters of a point to the uh, baseline for loans. <sighs> I don't even know what that means for our country. How are we going to be able to afford our national debt? Um, everything is, is in turmoil. And the people who are in charge don't care if you come out all right or not. You're part of the collective. You have to take care of yourself. Your family, you, it's survival, and it is up to you. I want you to go to preparewithglenn.com. We are talking about massive food shortages all over the world, and they will come here. Please, preparewithglenn.com. Get your three-month emergency food kit now by going to preparewithglenn.com. 
They have the kits in stock. They ship fast and free. You'll have yours in no time. Preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. And you can go to blazetv.com slash Glenn to subscribe to Blaze TV. Use the code Glenn to save 10 bucks. Wow. Wow. Welcome to the program. If you just tuned in, you tuned in at exactly the right time because you are about to learn something about uh, Lauren Boebert that shocking, shocking. This is coming from the very credible group, the American Muckrakers Pact. And uh, they have uncovered now. And they don't like doing Well, actually, they said they do this with glee. But I'm sure what they meant to say was it's with a heavy heart they have to expose <laughs> Lauren Bobert uh, that she was an unlicensed, unlicensed, mind you, paid escort and met clients through SugarDaddyMeat.com. And uh, she was an escort for wealthy men. And I'll have you know, in December 2019, Senator Cruz, quote, donated at least $136,250, end quote, to the Bobert campaign to help her raise large, well, they say, for her help in raising, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, but they said it was just raising large sums of money. During trips Bobert made to Texas, she didn't disclose $70,500 donation made by Cruz's Federal Election Commission filings, and it contradicted her filings. Then she went out and had an abortion in Grand Junction, Colorado. Now, the timeline's all screwed up here, but pay no attention to the fact that what they were just saying about her taking money from Ted Cruz has nothing to do with the abortions that she apparently got because she was Ted Cruz's, uh, I don't know, escort? Uh, but he, she had an abortion and probably killed Ted Cruz's uh, son or daughter in an abortion in 2004 or five, even though the two never had met in 2004 or 2005. But she was about 18 years old. And uh, she was she was working for SugarDaddyMeat.com. And uh, you know what that happens. You know what happens there. SugarDaddyMeat.com. Yeah. Lauren Bulbert. Mm. Just be careful, yeah. Glenn, because they did just start yeah. as a new sponsor of the program. So I want to make sure you're careful on what <laughs> oh, you say about they? them. Mm-hmm. Did they? Yeah. yeah, we have live spots. Okay, coming up thank you for that. For that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Well, uh, now, she does say... I'm going to sue the hell out of you because none of this is true. But that's exactly what you would expect a hooker to say, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it is. Now, it, listen it to really this. Is. Yeah. Now, l- l- listen to this. There's more. Not <laughs> only we're looking at the small stuff here. Mm-hmm. Not only was she a hooker. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. An escort. Not only has she taken illegal money from Ted Cruz, not only has she had two abortions, but are you ready? She was also a stripper. Mm. Oh, oh and 
she and her husband had a meth drug problem as well. So they're both meth heads. Gosh. Those aren't her real teeth. Now, again, I'm still focused on the small stuff because her husband also has a consulting contract for an oil and gas company for $460,000 a year, but has zero consulting experience. Mm. Mm. Kind of like Hunter Biden. It's called proof. That's mm. what that's called right mm-hmm. there. That's mm-hmm. slam the door, you yeah. know, hit the gr- mm-hmm. the gavel mm-hmm. stroke comes down and the, the case is over. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, you know, when her husband is giving advice to an oil and gas company, you immediately know that's a meth head right there. He's a, he's just mm-hmm. a meth head, uh, which is much worse than a crackhead like Joe Biden's son. <laughs> where we actually have the evidence and the audio tapes of all of it. Um, you know, she's uh, she's married to a husband who is an oil and gas guy. And uh, holy cow. And they were doing meth. And that's all while she was stripping somehow or another. Also, you know, being a paid. A- mm, well, that's a, you could see exactly wow. what she They've is. Sh- shut him down yeah they shut him they down shut you down because they didn't want you to get the truth out about lauren bober that's the type of power she has apparently uh, absolutely uh, incredible you know incredible. i think i might sue too i yeah. think i think i might yeah. uh, sue myself yeah. and here you have an actual uh son of a president who is actually doing virtually all of that <laughs> and more and actually doing it yeah. and we have actual evidence and yet they put all of that on Lauren Bulbert, who, you know, obviously. Again, obviously. you guys are just focused on the little stuff, focused on the small stuff. Mm-hmm. OK, you're thinking, you know, meth head, oil and gas, no experience. She's a hooker. She's a stripper. Uh, you know, she had a couple of abortions. But do you know that also she was driving an ATV in Moab? And had a serious wreck with her son in the uh, in the back, and her uh, sister-in-law was so seriously injured that her sister-in-law had to be flown to a hospital via life flight. But Bobert didn't report the accident as required by Utah law, Whoa. and then she <laughs> actively worked to cover the accident up two weeks before the primary election, including paying her sister-in-law off to remain silent about the accident and the life flight yeah mm. yeah mm. that's who you that's colorado that's who you have that's who you have it's just a like- stripper meth head <laughs> oil and gas greedy killer sister almost and have covering up with the life flight that's what you got right there mm. that's interesting because doesn't she didn't she own her own business too i mean uh, just to do all those things at once is pretty oh. impressive i mean maybe this this Finally. is the type of thing that should get you elected to Congress. Fine. Just that type of multitasking. <laughs> Finally, you are talking about the real deal here. I guess we are. That's the way this works, apparently. I don't know, Pat. I, I feel like, can you just say anything you want? I understand there's a high bar when it comes to libel and all these things, especially when it comes to public figures. Uh-huh. But they're just make it seemingly yeah. making crap up to smear an elected official 
And I don't know. Does this cross that line? It seems like it might. Kind of seems like it to me. Yeah, it does seem that way. It seems like they, t- like, again, they took everything from uh, Hunter Biden and put it on Lauren Boebert. <laughs> Except Lauren Boebert didn't drop off her laptop with all of the evidence that she did all of these things at a random computer store. (laughs) And then leave it. And then leave it there for months. Yeah, Yeah, but you are, again, missing that she she used donor money to pay her taxes and restaurant rent, and she still owes her employees back pay, and she is currently threatening them if they say a word. (laughs) Okay, so she's also wow. This is an evil an economic person. terrorist. Oh man, yeah, she oh. is. I mean, how evil. could you even possibly? No, you couldn't. Oh, I hope she sues the pants <laughs> off of them. Can you? I've never heard such a kitchen sink kind of case yeah. against somebody. Usually, it's like they were. She's a hooker, and that's it. This is. Yeah. She also. She's She's very. We have it on. We have it on good authority. She's also. An alien. And she also served as Chancellor of Germany in 1936. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) They really did come out with every single thing they could could churn up here. I guess that that shows that they they find her to be, you know, someone who is dangerous, right? That's someone who they're uh, afraid of. I I don't know. I don't know why you would do something like that. They don't seem to have a ton of evidence. I guess maybe in the uh, in the in the trial, we'll we'll figure that out. Well, I will tell you this. Again, you guys will not focus on the real issue. <laughs> it's not that just—it's not that just they were meth heads. Mm-hmm. But her husband, Jason, mm-hmm. also a drug dealer. Oh, oh wow. wow! Okay, wow. There's another this is a new wrinkle. Busy family. Yeah, I just—I'm more impressed by how well they're able to keep all this stuff together. <laughs> they have a lot of irons in the fire, don't they? <laughs> just the management yeah, skills alone are enough there. for her to be in Congress. This is incredible. <laughs> Especially, you have to remember they're doing meth to keep yeah. all of this going right. at the same time. You're dealing and doing meth. You're an incredible person. Mm. You are. You're worth every dime you you, you might charge in bed uh, because you're just. You can do multiple things. Okay, Pat. Thank you so much, Pat Gray. Unleashed uh, is the name of the podcast, and you can get it wherever you find your podcast. All right, our sponsor this half hour is Tunnel to Towers. Every day, in a thousand different ways, you participate in a system of liberties that absolutely did not come to exist for free. And while we honor those who fight for our freedom and our safety in many ways as we can, there's still much more to be done. Did you know that Joe Biden not only rehired all of those people that had been fired from the VA? Remember when Donald Trump came in and he and they passed it through Congress? He fired all of those people. All of them that were screwing our our VA uh, and our veterans. Do you know that Joe Biden, one of the first things he did was reverse that and gave all those people back pay and they're all back running things that they were fired for? Yeah. And then when we had this crisis on the border, he took emergency steps and took money from our VA system to ship things down to the border. So they had doctors and medicine down there. Screw the can you believe this god we are dealing with evil so let's be people of merit 
Our nation's heroes, people who put their lives on the line for our country and communities, need your help. Help these heroes and their families join Tuttle to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month, if you will, at T, the number 2T.org. That's T2T, as in Tunnel to Towers.org. Do it now. Help get our veterans off the street and free little tiny houses, mortgage-free, smart homes uh, for all those who have been critically uh, injured or or you know lost limbs, and those who have not come home. They take the mortgage away if they have kids in the house, so they don't have to worry about that as well. It's T2T.org. Make a difference. Be a person of merit. Back in a minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh, welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck Program. We're, we're really glad that you're here. Thank you so much for uh, listening. I'm sorry, I was, uh, I'm was i a little distracted in that uh, last break because I was uh, trying to get on to sugardaddymeat.com to see if I could get a, an evening with Lauren. Can I ask a, a technical question because... about uh, sugardaddymeat.com? Um, I, I... Yeah, and it's E-E, not E-A. That... that... <laughs> That was yeah, my question right. because I, when you said it, I heard M E A T, and I was like, "Sugar, that's a weird." But yeah. then later on, I was like, "Maybe they're just meeting up with the sugar daddies." It's not uh, the meat right. market sort of usage of sugar daddies. So it is M E E T. I mean, is yeah. M E A T available? Is that yeah, something that is. maybe we could start as a side business? Uh, I don't know. You know, could you find out if it's available? Because maybe you know, because I'm a cattle rancher. And uh, maybe I can be your sugar daddy meat outlet. You know what I mean? Where you can just get hot, hot steaks. I feel like a lot of people will like be it. typing like that it. in like and get disappointed at the results when they get, uh, you know, a porterhouse delivered. <laughs> <laughs> and how many, how many times would people just try to order a blonde? You know what I mean? Be like, no, it's, <laughs> no, the, it's wrong site. It's not what we do. That's wrong. the other people. Wrong site. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a. It's an interesting. Oh. Uh, is that by a, the way a growing business? Is this the type of thing? Uh, is this the sort of growth industry we should be getting involved in in this digital era? I don't know. Maybe it is. Oh, let me tell you, Stu. I think everything except anything good is a growth area right now. <laughs> I mean that. There's not going to be a single ESG score against sugardaddymeat.com. There would be one for M-E-A-T. That's right. But not one for M-E-E-T. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sort so of backward society, I feel like. Uh, potentially, we've crossed the line. Uh, <laughs> anything that poisons the society is completely fine with ESG scores. And yet the opposite, uh, you know, seems to be completely oh, yeah. against the rules. I, I think that's that's probably a, an issue with the, the operating system of the country at this point. You know, who knows? I guess that's just the way that we roll. Now, at this point. Uh, Stu, mm -hmm. uh, let me just say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ron, Ron DeSantis uh, is, um, I just think... I just think he is a uh, 
He's a high class uh, guy. You know what I mean? He's high class. He comes up with the best lines ever. Yesterday, uh, we found out that Elon Musk said that he would support Ron DeSantis as president. Now, this is a guy who voted for Joe Biden. And he said he would uh, he would absolutely vote for Ron DeSantis. And Ron DeSantis comes out and said, uh, well, you know, all I can say about this is, um, you know, I, I welcome any African-American support. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, very funny. Yeah. And that is somebody who actually is an African-American, unlike, you know, someone who was born in Jamaica that, and then moved here and they call them African-Americans. This is an actual African-American, Elon Musk. Uh, he's here from, from you remember, South Africa. Yeah. Africa. You know, what's amazing is how early this cancel culture stuff started. Do you remember? It was right around the turn of the century. It was around early 2000s where a guy was working, I think, for the Miami Herald and was fired because he wouldn't describe a guy who had just been murdered as an African-American. He wrote that he was a Jamaican-American. And the editor said, no, he's an, he's black, right? Yeah, he's an African-American. No, he's not. He came from Jamaica. <laughs> well, they're all the same. They're all from Africa. Okay. All righty then. This is the Glenn Beck Program.